Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The Motor Racing Network presents an MRN original podcast series. Have a look at Jeff Gordon. He's starting to close the gap. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. I don't look at him them as grown-ups when I'm out there. I just look at them as competitors. What a big day for young Jeff Gordon and the Bill Davis Racing Team. This is uh, the biggest dream come true for me ever. Jeff Gordon is leader. Earnhardt is second. Sorry, bud, but Jeff Gordon, he's just a better driver than you are. Jeff Gordon pulls off a last lap charge by Jeff Burton and wins the Winston Million. He won those championships. He revolutionized the sport. They're side by side on quarter number four. Gordon leans on Jimmy Johnson coming down to the line. People can see there definitely was a change in our relationship. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here's your host, Brian Nelson. Welcome back to MRN Presents Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. I'm Brian Nelson. Jeff Gordon ended his Cup Series career in 2015. For 23 years, Gordon dedicated his life to winning at NASCAR's highest level. At the 2015 NASCAR Awards Banquet, a heartfelt speech was given to friends, competitors, and fans alike, and he ended it by talking about the things he would miss and not miss as a race car driver. All right, so the question remains, am I going to miss it? There's no doubt uh, there have been some incredible moments and experiences that will be impossible to duplicate in the next chapter of my life. Yeah, sure, I, I'm going to miss you know having that opportunity to win a Daytona 500 or maybe another Brickyard 400 or what it was like in that last Martinsville win. I mean, how can you even come close to what that's like? I'm going to miss the excitement of my team after a win and all the hard work that they put into it knowing that it paid off or seeing Ingrid and the kids walk into victory lane and the look on their faces. Hearing those screaming fans and cheers of thousands of fans pulling for you, there's nothing like that. Sure, I'm gonna miss those things, but there are a few things I'm not gonna miss so much, like practicing in the middle of the day when it's 90 degrees, knowing that it's a night race. You're gonna be racing 70 degree conditions. What's that all about? Um, standing next to a fan. <laughs> it must have been you uh, in a urinal who's so excited to meet you that they don't want to take the time to wash their hands before they shake your hand. Oh, yeah. That one's happened many times, more than you can ever imagine. Leading the race, you're seeing the white flag. Flagman's got that thing in his hand. He's getting ready to wave it. And inches before you get there, caution comes out. Nope, not going to miss that one. <laughs> Being the last car on old tires. This one's for you, Alan. On a restart, knowing that everyone behind you is on new tires. They're about to blow your doors off on that restart. But your crew chief's going, no problem, man. You got this one, man. 
You got it, don't worry. And last but not least, debris cautions. Enough said. The irony to all this is that when I'm in the booth commentating next year for Fox, those are the things I'm going to look forward to the most. <laughs> Have fun. Thank you, guys. It's been so special. Thank you. Thank you. Jeff Gordon's next chapter started the following season in 2016 when he became an analyst for Fox Sports coverage of the first half of the NASCAR Cup Series season. He was paired up with Mike Joy and fellow NASCAR champion Daryl Waltrip. Yeah, DW's been a great supporter of mine. I mean, we text one another back and forth long before this uh, partnership with Fox ever came about. And... You know, all I can say is it's just a, a respect. Um, you know, I, I got a chance to race with him and, and um, still see him be very competitive on the track as well as what kind of a, a person he was as, and a spokesperson for the sport. So to see him continue that on and then um, show respect towards me means means a lot. Um, he's, he's helped me in so many ways deal with certain situations over the years and and you know he tells you like it is but he's also been uh, you know very very supportive uh, to me personally as well as uh, things that he's put out there in the media or to others and I mean it's not very often you get a three-time champion of that stature to to say those types of things about you and, and, and mean it. Fox Sports lead anchor Mike Joy said there's always concern about chemistry the question was how well would Gordon and Waltrip work together? I think there was a little concern at first over how Jeff and Daryl would get along. You know, anytime you have multiple champions with multiple wins at every track we go to and records that each driver has set, there's opportunity for conflict. Uh, we had very little of that. I think early on, uh, Jeff looked up to Daryl, and on the telecast, I think it showed. And the respect that he has for Daryl came across in the commentary. But the further we went, the more Jeff was able to push beyond that and to become the lead analyst of what's happening right here, right now. And it's, it's a process, it develops over time. But I think as his confidence of doing a four hour telecast each week grew, that got easier and easier. Fox Sports wrapped up their NASCAR coverage after the Save Mart 350 at Sonoma Raceway, handing the reins over to NBC Sports for the second half of the season. That gave Jeff and his wife Ingrid the opportunity to take a vacation. During that time, Rick Hendrick called on Jeff to get in the car one more time, this time to fill in for Dale Earnhardt Jr., who had been suffering from concussion-like symptoms. If I could scroll through my phone and look at the, 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 the texts that I've gotten from Rick that say, call me, <laughs> uh, I can tell you that you sit down when you call him on those instances. It hasn't happened a lot, but the times that it has, it's usually something pretty big. I was in the south of France at that time, just, I was think, second day of, of our vacation. Ingrid and I uh, had, had planned a vacation to go over there. And uh, I get that text, and I looked at her and I said, oh boy, here we go. And so, you know, I had no idea, and, and when he, Rick said to me, he said, are you coming to Indianapolis? And I said, yeah, I am. I'm coming on Saturday. He goes, well, you better bring your uniform. And I said, well, what are you talking about? And he said, 
and he started telling me, you know, about what was going on. I was like, you're messing with me. I know you're messing with me. You're not telling, you know, and, and, you know, I knew right away the seriousness after that, that he wasn't joking, that it was serious. And, um, you know, I, I, honestly, I didn't even have to think twice about it. Uh, when Rick calls, he has that confidence in me and asked me to, to step up, you know, and, and do something for the organization, whether it was drive or, or, or other responsibilities. Uh, you know, the way he's been there for me, the way this team and organization has been there for me over the years, uh, you know, I, I didn't anticipate this. This is certainly the late, last thing I thought was going to happen. But uh, when I knew it was Indianapolis, uh, I, I, I did. I didn't think twice about it. That, that I felt like, uh, you know, if, if there's one place that I was capable of doing it, it would be here. Gordon finished 13th in his first race back at the Brickyard 400. He would fill in seven more times before wrapping up at Martinsville, the site of his last win. MRN's Alex Hayden spoke with him just before the race. That is Jeff Gordon. He'll start today in position number 10 as he's, of course, being mobbed by fans. As, as always, being the fan-friendly driver, he's signing every autograph, taking the pictures. Jeff, as we work our way through here, the, the second last-time race, it almost seems like you're more calm this weekend, Jeff. Is that the case? Well, you know, I... I, I... I enjoy this race. Uh, you know, I, I just I feel very comfortable here. The race cars felt really good. Um, you know, it's going to be a challenge today, and so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm calm, I'm confident, and, and I've got a great race team to to work with here. So that that helps a lot. But um, you know, go inside the car with me in the last uh, 50 laps, it might change a little bit. With Cup Series racing now in his rearview mirror. Jeff Gordon got back to something he's always wanted to do more of, travel. Yeah, me and my family, my wife has really probably led me down this path more than anything else, but I, I like I, I like to travel. Um, they, you know, we like to travel as a family and explore new places, and so I uh, want to go to uh, you know, all ends of the earth and, and, and explore and check it out, and my kids like to do that too, and I like to see it through them. So um, no... Major trips. I mean, we're going to go to Italy this year. Uh, we might go to, uh, to either you know Austria or Switzerland this winter. But um, we love to ski. My kids like to ski, so that's always a fun vacation. But no, no major trips right now. You know, we went to Indonesia. Uh, we went to Australia. We went to Greece. Um, so Italy is a little more tame, but but still should be fun this year. Um, but. Uh, th those are the things that I really enjoy doing and, and you know, doesn't have to be done extra extravagantly. Um, we do that sometimes too, but sometimes I just, I mean, this year I, I rented an Airstream and, and just went and, you know, camped out uh, for a few days. And I've done that with my, my family. I've done it by myself and it's just something that uh, I find really fun also. In 2018, Gordon posted pictures on social media of he and his wife Ingrid at the Burning Man Festival in Nevada. Well, I will say that was an amazing experience. I think, you know, it's, it's spiritual, it's, um, it's artistic, it's uh, kind of a uh, finding out, you know, who you are. It, it, it's, it's, it's a little bit of everything because it's music, it's, um, it's conditions that are not always great. Um, it's being around other people that uh, you're or don't care who you are. It's really just more about the experience, and and and, and it teaches you a lot about yourself. Uh, yourself, and and so um, 
Yeah, I loved it. Uh, we don't plan on going back this year, but I, I do hope to go back another time. Another passion for Jeff Gordon is his personal charity work to help cure pediatric cancer. In 1999, he started the Jeff Gordon Children's Foundation. We've been doing things uh, like this since 1999 when, when I started the foundation, even before that, uh, through Make-A-Wish and um, with Ray, uh, you know, with, with little Ray J when he was diagnosed with leukemia. That was, you know, really when it first hit me. And, and I never, you know, I mean, I, I never thought twice about the things that we're doing. I never really... Um, you know, I, I always just said, oh, you know, I want to get in there and, 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 you know, and help all that I can. But I never could see it, the perspective from the parent side of it. And now that I'm a parent, you know, I, I see a whole different side. I see these children through their eyes. And, and that only has made me want, you know, to, to do even more and get more involved and spend more time with the kids and spend more time with the parents, too, and, and, and learning what, what they're going through because, um, you know, you'll do anything for, for, for your child. And, and to see them in pain, you know, sometimes they'll, they'll say, you know, that the parents are actually going through uh, more pain. And I, I believe that. I see that now. I mean, uh, you know, my daughter, she fell down and twisted her finger yesterday. And, you know, I, I thought the world was going to come to an end. So, um, you know, what these families are, are going through is, is, is devastating and, uh, and very tough to go through, especially somebody now who's a parent. In 2017, Jeff Gordon had the opportunity to again get behind the wheel of a race car. This time, it was for Wayne Taylor Racing at the Rolex 24 at Daytona. I'm really excited. Uh, you know, when when I knew things were coming to an end at Homestead, uh, you know, last year, um, you know, I was hesitant to say I'll never be back in a race car again because I was hoping for some opportunity like this. Um, and it's even more exciting knowing I'll be back with Wayne Taylor racing like I did in 2007. But uh, knowing that Cadillac's introducing a new car into the prototype series uh, and getting back into this, um, you know, this form of racing is extremely exciting to me. In the end, Jeff Gordon was standing in victory lane as Wayne Taylor racing won the 55th Rolex 24 at Daytona. I, I just couldn't believe it. It was like a dream come true for me because I've always dreamt about driving a car, a beautiful, amazing, uh, you know, car that, that could handle like this, that had the technology like this and, and compete in a race like this. So, um, you know, this is very surreal to me, uh, this whole this whole experience and moment to, to, to have this in, uh, you know, on my resume. I mean, it's a very elite group that's won the Daytona 500 and the, and the Rolex 24 uh, together. Uh, that's, that's something I'm very, very proud of. Jeff Gordon may be retired from driving a NASCAR Cup Series race car, but he's not slowing down. And the question remains, will he ever compete again? I get asked all the time about driving and performing or racing, and... I, I'm having a lot of fun. I really am. I'm enjoying being in the Fox booth. I'm enjoying the work that I do with my foundation, with Hendrick Motorsports. Um, you know, I have dealerships. I mean, uh, my family, uh, spending time with them. It's a, it's a, I'm, I'm staying very busy, in, 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 but yet it's a lot of fun things. I'm enjoying life very much. And I, I think that there's some people that get into racing because they like driving cars. And some people get into a race because they like to compete. Uh, I like to compete. 
And, and if I can't compete at the level that I uh, want to compete at, then I'm probably not interested in doing it. And that's not just racing. Um, me and my kids were playing a board game the other night, and it was one that I'm just not very good at. And <laughs> it's, I, I don't I have to find out what the name of it is, but my daughter was just kicking my butt at this game. And, and I played it, you know, two or three times, and I said, okay, I've had enough fun. I'm done. And, and <laughs> you know, that's just who I am. And so I feel the same way about driving a race car. I love driving a car and getting out on the track and, and going and, and, and just having fun. But that fun quickly turns into competition for me, either against the clock or against somebody else on the clock. Um, and, and, and that's when I, I go to this other level of taking it very, very serious. And then I want to do all the things to make sure I have the best car, the best team. I'm doing my best. And, and that sort of takes the fun out of it. And so, um, you know, I, there, there's not a race out there right now that's pulling me towards it to want to go do that right now. So, um, will I get behind the wheel of a midget or a sprint car just for fun, go do some laps? Maybe. Will I, uh, um, you know, drive a, a, a car if I get a chance? Maybe. The only thing I've really talked about that I have some interest in doing is a truck race at Martinsville or driving something at, at Martinsville because I just like that track. I feel like it's a track that doesn't change a lot. Technology doesn't change a lot there. And driving styles probably change the least amount compared to other tracks that maybe an old guy like me could still get out there and get it done. Join us soon as we continue this MRN.com podcast series. MRN presents Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Until then, I'm Brian Nelson. Have a great week. This program was a presentation of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior was written and produced by Rich Culbreth. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained within this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com.